Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Michael Hoggard continues revealing the secrets of the Vatican. Thank you for tuning in today. Whether it's by radio, podcast, or online at SWRC.com, thank you for being here. Please invite family and friends to check out this daily dose of clarity. And be sure to visit our online resource center. We have over 1,000 books and DVDs from the nation's best prophecy teachers and speakers. SWRC.com has the latest books by Micah Van Hus, Dr. Larry Spargimino, and Josh Davis. SWRC.com. Also on our website is Michael Hoggard's brand new DVD series, Secrets of the Vatican. This three-DVD set has over four hours of secrets revealed. To talk about some of the secrets he's found, here's Michael Hoggard and today's host, Greg Patton. Watchman on the Wall with Pastor Michael Hoggard of Bethel Church in Festus, Missouri, and Vatican Secrets. What are those Vatican Secrets? This is part two, ladies and gentlemen. So much information came my way yesterday. Taking notes could not keep up. Therefore, I think I'm going to get this Vatican Secrets. A four-part series on three DVDs. And you want to know what is considered the church in the world today, the Catholic Church. Pastor Hoggart has done a fantastic job of breaking everything down and talking so much about the priesthood. We have so many great thoughts about the priest in our Catholic parish, do we not? And yet, my goodness, things he shared yesterday were just absolutely scary about the Catholic Church. Everything available at Southwest Radio Church, that's swrc.com or one 800 65 to 1144. Pastor Hoggard, you were talking yesterday, and I didn't understand it, and I wanted to follow up on that today. As you talked about, you used the example of a 16-year-old going into the confessional and the priest listening and pushing her to go into extreme detail, things that she wouldn't even share with her parents or her mom. Why would they want a priest in their training to do something like that? Well, I believe that there are two opposing forces in this world, and I think you would agree as well. We have God's Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ in all of us Bible believers and represented by the Word of God. And then we have what Paul referred to in Ephesians 2 as the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And so that's basically the, the core of it. But as things are, the devil branches out into different areas in this world, And in the case of the Roman Catholic Church, he puts those men in a position that basically, and I'm referring to the Catholic priests, the Catholic Church puts those men in a position that they themselves are in bondage. Let's say we have a politician that goes bad, and he's corrupt, and he's been taking bribes, and he's doing all kinds of things. He's selling secrets to you know some enemy country or whatever, 
and another younger politician finds out that this senior politician is doing this. Well, the senior politician's been around enough to know that he's going to insulate himself and he's going to bind himself an insurance policy. So he has the younger politician followed some agent of some kind, follows him around, gets dirty pictures on him or gets phone messages that he sent to another woman or whatever, or digs up some kind of dirt in this younger politician's past and basically says, you know, when the younger politician goes to the older politician and say, look, I've got you on, you know, on this and that and the other, you're taking bribes, you're a dirty, corrupt politician, I'm going to have to turn you in. The older politician says, oh, no, you're not. You're not going to do this because I've got stuff on you. And if I go down, you're going down too. And that's usually where it stops. And there is no doubt in the minds of a lot of people that the hierarchy in the Vatican, and I'm talking about the Pope, I'm talking about the College of the Cardinals, the Curia, which is sort of the lordship of the Catholic Church. They rule over it. Senior Vatican officials archbishops from all over the world. One of them comes to mind, Archbishop George Pell. He was the archbishop over all of Australia. He had had accusations against him for years that he had molested boys. There was actually a case that went to trial and found Cardinal George Pell guilty of molesting two boys in the sacristy. He did it right after Mass. They were choir boys, and they had broken into the sacristy to drink the wine. George Pell walked in there and caught them, shut the door, locked it, and basically molested those boys. Those boys, when they became older, of course, they told their parents. They filed a police report against him. They brought him into court. A jury heard the arguments. A jury found him guilty of two counts of child molestation, and they actually sent him to prison. The appeals court in Australia refused to overturn the conviction, saying that everything was done in a legal manner. It wasn't until the case got to the Australian Supreme Court, the highest court of the land, the Australian Supreme Court all, I think as nine members of it, all nine of its members voted to overturn the conviction of Cardinal George Pell, essentially saying he didn't do it. He didn't do anything like this. And they let him out of prison and he's alive and well on the streets to this day. And to me, that just stinks of the corruption that exists in the hierarchies of government, in the hierarchies of the Catholic Church. And so the bottom line is, let's say that you have men who have been in the Catholic Church, they're priests, they're high-ranking individuals, and let's say some younger priest finds out that they're dirty, finds out that they are funneling money. There's, listen, there's Catholic churches in Kenya, they launder money for members of parliament. The Catholic Church gets a cut, the MP gets a cut. This stuff is done all the time. It's done all over the world. And so if any younger priest were to question what an older priest does or someone with power, all they do is say, look, you were in my confessional last week telling me who you slept with during the week. You're not going to say anything, and then I'm not going to say anything. And I believe it is to hold all of these Catholic priests in bondage so that nobody tells on another. And that really becomes evident when you have I referred to this in the video as the secret shuffle. 
you have a Catholic priest, one of them in Canada, started getting complaints that he was molesting boys in that church. When they complained to the archbishop of that diocese, the archbishop said, we'll take care of this. We'll see that it never happens again. Did the priest get in trouble? No, he was taken out of that parish and put into a parish, let's say, 100 miles away. All they did was shuffle the man to another church. The, that priest goes to that church, that new church, and within two or three years, he's back to molesting boys again. In one case, there was one Catholic priest who went to the police himself and confessed of all the times that he molested boys in 10 different Catholic churches. He was shuffled to 10 different churches by the archbishop. Now, the archbishop either is the most insane man that ever walked the earth, or he's totally ignorant, or he's guilty of the same thing, and he knows it, and the other priest knows it, and he knows that he can't have this priest thrown in jail. They cover up all of their sins and their transgressions just simply by moving the priests around to different archdioceses. And all that does is just spread the damage that this particular priest does. Of course, it's awful, but it's true. Vatican Secrets, Pastor Michael Hoggard. It's a three-DVD set, four messages available at Southwest Radio Church, swrc.com, 1-800-652-1144. Again, if you didn't, write it down, one 800 652-1144-SWRC.com, SWRC Post Office Box 76834, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73147. Back to Pastor Hoggard, where did this come from? I became aware several years ago, about eight miles from my house, I live in Jefferson County, which is south of St. Louis, and it's predominantly a rural area. I kept noticing on this particular county highway that there was a sign pointing down this road called Il Retiro. I knew that was Italian, and I knew that it stood for retirement, or the word retire. And so I actually did some painting work down in that direction, and I saw the facility and knew that it was some kind of retreat for Catholic priests. Well, I found out that there is a retreat center, what they call a renewal center, for Catholic families and anybody who takes a vacation, they've got a nice lake, they've got lots of acres, wooded acres, they have walking trails and so on, and it's real pretty out there, especially in the fall, and people will come and they'll go to these renewal centers and they, they may have little seminars while they're there and things like that. But right next to that facility called Il Retiro is a place called the Vianney Renewal Center. It has no trespassing signs on it. I actually have video clips of this. I drove out there with my video camera. It was reported in one of the St. Louis local news agencies. They reported that that's where the Catholic Church is hiding out some of its worst pedophile priests. So I found out that this particular center, the Vianney Renewal Center, has 40 beds in it. Because the sex offender registry is public knowledge, I was able to find out that at least five of the Catholic priests who are at the Vianney Renewal Center are registered sex offenders. I know it's a facility that holds up to 40 beds, 
So the other 35 men that are out there are, in some cases and a few cases, there are a couple of Catholic priests that said, you need to send me out there. I'm going to molest again. I'm going to hurt people again. I'm going to hurt children again. You need to get me out of a church and get me in this place where they can watch me 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Some people are like that. That was told to us by the former Archbishop of St. Louis. The rest of the beds are for men that the Catholic Church got tired of shuffling them around, and they forced them to go out there. And supposedly they're under, uh, well, they're not necessarily under lock and key, but supposedly they keep tabs on them every day. Here's the problem. This Biani Renewal Center, which is 100% staffed with pedophile priests, is right next to a family-oriented Catholic Renewal Center. These priests, I assume, have access to the hiking trails. They have access to the lake. I clocked it on my car odometer. It is less than one mile away from a public elementary school, which is just down the road. Any of those guys could walk down there. Any of those guys could show up down there. And the fact that it was so close to home really struck me. And here's, here's the problem. Out of the hundreds, if not thousands, of Catholic priests just in America that are pedophile predators, the Catholic Church only runs one facility in the whole country to deal with them, and that is the Vianney Renewal Center, eight miles from my house. And so when you take what the Catholic Church is trying to do to fix this situation and compare it with how big the overall situation is, it's just startling to know that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of more priests out there that are doing the same thing. I mentioned one priest who went to the police himself to confess. He had several depositions. Those depositions were recorded on videotape. They were part of a segment that they did on the local news in that area, and they had this man confessing. He himself told his archbishop that he had been molesting boys at his church. His archbishop simply said, pack your bags. He moved him to another archdiocese, told him not to do it again, but placed no restrictions on him whatsoever. Not saying that, you know, you can't be part of a school, you can't be around children, you can't be left alone. If you've got children that are going to be in the confessional, you need to have somebody else do it. No restrictions placed on him whatsoever. And he basically said, the Catholic Church, the archdiocese, gave me carte blanche to do whatever I wanted to do. And he said, I couldn't stop myself. They weren't going to stop me. The only good thing for me is to throw me in prison, and that's what they eventually did. Shocking, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely shocking. This is just a part of this new DVD series from Pastor Michael Hoggard called Vatican Secrets. And my goodness, what is happening in the Catholic Church? And some of you listening to today's program may go to a Catholic Church. Do you understand what our brother is saying on today's program? of how evil things are in the Catholic Church, notably Catholic priests and what they're put through. It's impossible. The task that they have, whatever that might be, of attempting to serve God in some way, it's impossible. 
maybe it wasn't the goal at all. 1-800-652-1144. You can get your copy of Vatican Secrets by Pastor Michael Hoggard or swrc.com. Or you can write SWRC Post Office Box 76834, Oklahoma City 73147. Once again, it's Vatican Secrets. What's the end game here? You and I have independent works. I have a desire to see people saved, number one, and then grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're doing a demonic message based on Luke 4 and 18 of we've come to set the captive free, to heal the brokenhearted. What is the Catholic Church all about, do you think? I go back to 1963. There was basically a revolution that took place in the world in 1963. Of course, many people remember 63 was a bad year. It was the year JFK was killed. It was the year that the Supreme Court banned prayer in public schools. And so it was just a bad year all around. And in 1963, Pope John the 23rd instituted what was called what's known as the Second Vatican Council. And in that council, of course, he never lived to see it through. Pope Paul, he died. Pope Paul took his place. But basically, the Catholic Church came out with one huge item that they have been working on ever since, and that is what they refer to as the reunification of all the separated brethren. Back in the Dark Ages, the Catholic Church would take people who say, I don't give allegiance to the Pope, I don't pray to Mary, Jesus Christ is my Savior, and the Bible is the Word of God. They would take those people and torture them, and if they still wouldn't confess to be obedient to the Pope, they would burn them at the stake, or they would publicly execute them somehow, some way. Well, you can't really do that in the age of mass communications, because then everybody finds out, and it doesn't look good for priests to get blood on the robes. And so they tried a different tactic. The Office of the Inquisition now becomes the Pontifical Institute for you know, doctrinal something like that, another doctrinal integrity maybe. And actually, Ratzinger was actually the head of that office when he became Pope. But basically it said this, we're going to see all the Protestants in the world, not as heretics, but we're going to call them separated brethren. And our job then is going to be to try to reunify all of these separated brethren back under the authority and the umbrella of the holy, and the word Catholic means universal, the holy Catholic Church. And so right after that, this reminds me of Asbury College, right after that, in several Catholic universities and seminaries, they had what was called a Holy Ghost renewal. You had Catholic priests or priests in training at these seminaries doing these renewal conferences, all of a sudden now they are speaking in tongues, they are being slain in the spirit, priests figure out that they could use holy water to sprinkle on people to sleep, and there's actually video of priests slinging holy water on congregants in the Catholic Church and them falling backward like they do in Pentecostal and Charismatic churches like they're slain in the spirit. That then began the unification process of the Pentecostal churches the charismatic churches, because after all, if the priests are speaking in tongues and the priests are touching people with holy water and they're slain in the Spirit, obviously they have the Holy Spirit, just like these charismatics have the Holy Spirit, so they must all be part of the same 
universal church then. And then it starts spreading out. You have the Vatican making peace with the Lutheran churches of Europe. You have the Vatican making peace with the Russian Orthodox Church, the Greek Orthodox Church, the Anglican Church in England. They're making peace with Muslims. The Vatican now says that basically Allah and the Catholic God are the same God. They worship the same God. They both revere Mary. They both believe that Jesus was a prophet of God, and so that's good enough for the Vatican. So now they've got Islam. They've got some of the mainline, or practically all of the mainline denominations, into believing that they're all brethren together under the Catholic Church. And so now we've got to bring down the Baptists. We have to bring down other groups. And then the Catholic Church says, well, we're going to destroy them as far as their doctrine is concerned. We're going to destroy the foundations of these churches, which is the Word of God. Then we're going to bring immorality into it. And this is what I'm really amazed at, because the whole pedophilia, homosexual disease that is all through the Catholic Church now doesn't limit itself to the Catholic Church. It's the Southern Baptist came out at their last meeting basically saying we're going to have to deal with the issue of pedophile pastors that we have all throughout our denomination. And it goes to something that I see in a comparison between Deuteronomy 13 and John 15. In Deuteronomy 13, Moses was talking about the difference between their enemies and God's people. And he said their rock is not as our rock, and that they capitalized the letter R in our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. For their vine is not as our vine. Their vine is the vine of Sodom. Their grapes are the grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of serpents and the cruel venom of asps or dragons. And you contrast that with John 15, where Jesus said, I am the true vine. Ye are the branches. So we know that there is a true church through the vine of the truth of the word of God through Jesus Christ. And it's interesting to me that God called it the vine of Sodom because the vine of Sodom produces a grape. It's a bitter grape. It's full of gall and it's full of serpent's poison. And we know that the fruit of the vine of Sodom will be the acts and deeds of Sodom. And so the devil has been given a lot of power in this earth. To me, those seeds, at least some of them, some of the foundations can be pointed right in the direction of the Catholic Church, the archdiocese, the Vatican itself, they are the keeper. I call this series the Vatican Secrets. They are the keepers of the secrets. And in Rome, it is commonly known that police bust in on parties that are taking place all throughout Rome and almost without fail at these parties. They're almost all men. They are men engaged in homosexual practices between themselves, and at least half of the men there work in the Vatican to some extent. In other words, they're Catholic priests. It is a huge problem, but it's a problem foretold in the scriptures. We were warned about it, and the time to stand up and speak it out is now because 
If we don't, no one else is going to. My recommendation to those who live in this age and you see the abuses going on, whether it's the Catholic Church or whether it's even in Protestant churches, is to stand true on what we know and believe to be the inerrant Word of God, and that is the Bible. To stand true with our Christian forefathers who stood on Sola Scriptura, who would not go along with the creeds and the, the ideas and the theology of the papacy. We stand against those things. Our forefathers stood against them years ago, and I still stand against them. I don't belong to the ministerial fellowship in my town, in other words, because I just will not go along with the abuses and the idolatry that takes place in the Catholic Church. You're going to want to get Vatican Secrets at Southwest Radio Church. New DVD series from Pastor Michael Hoggard, who has done a tremendous amount of research. He's from the Bethel Church in Festus, Missouri, frequent speaker for Southwest Radio Church. Get your copy today. DVD series, Vatican Secrets, swrc.com, 1-800-652-1144. Pastor Hoggard, it has been a wealth of information the last two days, and we are grateful for you being on Watchmen on the Wall. I'm always thankful to be a part of your program. God bless you guys and what you do. The complete two-day presentation by Michael Hoggard here on the program is available on CD. Simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Let's take a moment together and listen to today's Creation Minute with author and scholar Dr. Carl Ball. Let's talk a minute. According to our modern evolutionary mindset, the precious metal gold took millions of years to form in the crust of the earth. Yet, modern discovery has benefited from the truth. Scientists have now discovered that gold veins can be produced in an instant, a flash instant, when hot water emulsion that has in it many of the unseen particles dissolve is depressurized and the minerals flash out of this hot fluid solution. This is flash deposition. Gold does not take millions of years to form within the rock layers of the earth. Psalm 19.10 states, More to be desired is God's word than gold, yea, than much fine gold. And its reception in the mind changes us instantly. The Bible is true. Secrets of the Vatican, Michael Hoggard's six-part presentation is available today on DVD. Four and a half hours of Vatican secrets revealed. Predator priests, children cover-ups, the house of devils, and much, much more. Learn how deep and systemic are the evil, the iniquities, and the evil spirits that abide not just in the walls of the Vatican, but every place the Vatican reaches in this world. Michael Hoggard probes the very nature of the things the Catholic Church does and teaches, and he exposes the results of these activities. 
Secrets of the Vatican DVD series by Michael Hoggard is available today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. Tomorrow, Steve Butler has the next lesson in our ongoing study of why we should explore and understand Bible prophecy. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.